Radio Internets, Internets, Internets. You tune into the Combat Jack Show, CombatJackShow.com. I am your host, Reggie Osei, a.k.a. Combat Jack. What's up, A-King? What's going on, big bro? Man, let's give out some shout-outs, man. Yo, the love y'all are giving us right now, Internet. Salute. The love that y'all are giving us behind our Combat Jack Show live episode um, in Atlanta featuring Ed Lover. Yo, thank you, man. Like, like y'all niggas always confuse me because, like, every three three months... Some of y'all niggas say I fall off and then we do an episode and then y'all niggas is like, this is your top five. And I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we ain't going nowhere, but for the love that y'all gave us for that episode, man. Thank you, man. And I also love the, the episode that y'all are giving us, the love that y'all are giving us with the last episode, man, with, with Lord Sear. Crooked Eye. Crooked Eye, you know, King, King Crooked. Tech. And uh, King Tech, man, you know, West Coast, Cali was in the building. Yep. I love the love that y'all are giving us, man. Shout out to, um, who we shouting out, man? Oh, check out the one shot. Uh that just premiered too, man. The, the one show. Shot. Yeah, show. I show haven't seen it. It's crazy. Very dope, man. You went to the premiere, right? I went to the screening, uh, the private screening at MTV. Shot you the MTV. fancy, my nigga. Nah, man. Show. You know, you just gotta, you know, shake put some hands. Oil, put, some, put some of them oils on your beard, my nigga. A little coconut oil, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For the MTV Viacom establishment. Yeah, but yeah. it was dope, man. Shout out to Crooked, King Tech, Sway. Nice. Uh, yeah, shout out to Sway, man. I'll, nice. I'll leave it there. But you, nice. We know what it is. And we, yeah, you, y'all know what it is, Internet. Y'all know when we say you know what it is. Uh. You know what it is, Internet. Y'all want to shout out too, man, Tristan Walker, man, Bevel. You know what I'm saying? The signature fade with the bevel blade. Yo, that, that, that trimmer is crazy, B. That trimmer is crazy. Listen, internet, this is not even an ad. Y'all know I'm king. I'm Lord Bevel. I'm not even <laughs> selling the bevel right now, but yo, y'all need to go to Target. Y'all know, y'all need to go to getbevel.com. Punch in that promo code COMBAT for 20% off. It's 20% off, right, Jonathan Manor? 20% off? Support the brother, man. It's this, it's this, I swear to God. I swear to God, bevel is about to be the apple of men's grooming. And they're yep. just starting. So get on the ground floor, Internet. So don't jump in. You know, don't be dick riding after the, the party's over. Um, I want to shout out our sponsor for our live tour, um, Acid Experience Acid. Um, where are we going next? Toronto. Toronto. Miami. Miami again. I mean, Mon Atlanta again. Atlanta again. Montreal. Montreal. They're going to be with us in, in Montreal? Who? Uh... Acid. No, I'm sorry. Not Montreal. Okay. We're going to Montreal. We're going to Montreal. But... Montreal, what's up? We're doing a lot of things. We're doing man. a lot of things. A lot of man. things. A lot of moving parts. A lot of things, man. But Miami. Oh, and I'm going to Miami next week. What's up, Nori? Uh. What's up, Drink Champs? Uh oh. What's up? That's what we doing. That's that's what's, what's up. Going on. What 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 what? Internets, y'all y'all. You, you know you know when the Combat Jack Show collaborates with the Drink Champs, man. You know it's gonna be very special, man. So stay tuned for that. Man. Nori, don't front, man. We got our tickets, my nigga. <laughs> a left rack in the building, but listen, man, it's, it's, we got a Queens thing going on right now, man. Q U. How we go from Queens with Ed Lover Word. to West the West Coast. Coast, and now we back at the heart. Of Queens, the very fucking heart of Queens. We talking about QB, man. Forty first, home side, of legends. I mean, side. as a Brooklyn nigga, I swear to God. I mean, I I don't even have no ounce of jealousy <laughs> in my in my blood because y'all all know the best MCs on the planet come from Brooklyn. But God damn, y'all niggas, damn, just saying that like that. dominate the fucking game. What is it with Queens? What is it with with QB? Listen, internet, man. I'm really honored. To welcome to the to the Combat Jack Show, man. This this man is a legend, living legend. Living this man legend. is a, a true warrior. This man is an enigma. He doesn't stop. He's industrious. He's got his hands in everything. Yep. Every time he hits that court, 
every time he hits that court, man, it's something special. He might put his elbow on your hey, neck hey, don't, don't, hey, hey, don't start that. Don't start that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want none of that shit going on in here. Yo, listen, Internets, man, let's welcome to the Combat Jack Show, Mr. Meta, Meta World Peace. Yes, sir. A.K.A. Ron Artest. Well, it's the other way around, right? It's, it's, it's Meta World. You can say A.K.A. Ron Artest. A.K.A. Ron yeah, Artest. Yeah, yeah, A.K.A. Yeah, yeah. A.K.A. Everybody's Ron. favorite cousin, Ron Ron. Ron, Ron. Ron. Yo, welcome to the Combat Jack Show, man. Queensbridge United, we here. Queensbridge United, man. We good. What's happening with you, man? You all over over the place man yeah man we um doing a lot of great things trying to stay positive you know we got a. Uh, is it hard to stay positive you saying you're trying to yeah, stay you're trying to stay positive well when i say that being on the show you know coming you know for a purpose which is Queensbridge united and obviously to continue our brand and everything but you know trying to stay positive meaning we've been grinding for a long time you look at all the artists you know from queensbridge that didn't make it yes we're gonna see all the ones that made it you know, all, the ones that almost made it, Screwball had a great run. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Screwball, some of my favorite artists. But then look at all the ones that didn't really have that guidance that some of the great ones had, you know, uh, such as myself. Yes. I was an artist in my own right, doing my own thing, telling my own story. And then we had other artists, you know, uh, that came along with us at the same time. And right now, we have new, 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 new life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, amongst the young, the young fellas that's doing their thing, you know, but... It's good to see, you know, guys that have been doing it for a minute back on it and still hungry and didn't really lose the fire. You know, you don't find that much. And we all doing it together. You know, it's a mix of the old guys, mix of the mid-level guys like myself, you know, and then a mix of the young guys, you know, and everybody's kind of moving together. So when you see us, we was at Starlet the other day. We was in there with the OGs of the hood, mm. you know, um, to... Deep. To the niggas that, you know, were still wet behind the edge. Right. <laughs> you know, that's probably holding down the hood in some some sort of fashion. You know, and we was in there together, you know, and it was a great feeling. But let me ask you something, man. I never thought, like, you know, when, when I think of New York, you hear, you know, bring New York back, bring Brooklyn back. Mm-hmm. The West is up again. You know what I'm saying? West Coast is up. Toronto is killing mm-hmm. it. Um, Atlanta been having a... I never thought that Queensbridge yeah. slowed down. But did it? Do you, you feel it did? Yeah. Queens, it was very disappointing because... When I made, I was 19, 1999 when I made it to the league. Right. And the first thing I, the first thing I did was I had my whole hood come to the draft. Two buses, not the whole hood, it's thousands of us. <laughs> 50. 50. You That's know? a lot. Well, you, you, got, you got 50 <laughs> niggas in the studio right now. You yeah. got 50 niggas in the studio. Queensbridge is in the building right now. Yeah. But you know, I will always go back, man. And I got all the questions. By myself, because it was at that time it was the stars, Mob, Nature, Nas, you know, and whoever else, MC Shan, mm. right? The list goes on. But I, I would always be back, and I felt a lot of pressure, you know, because I was getting the questions that these motherfuckers are supposed to be getting, you know. Mm. So like, what, 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 big, what, what kind of questions? Just everything, everything, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, yo, what you doing? Where we going? You know, I'd be supposed to spread that love. I would spread that, spread that out. But I found myself back a lot put a lot of pressure on myself and then at that time he's trying to come out we had artists you know i, I, I partnered with prodigy infamous mm-hmm. records uh I, I put the first money into infamous records right um we had bars and hooks yes our first artist and um then i had my own artist also but i invested in bars and hooks you know what i'm saying but we needed guidance and we didn't i feel like we wasn't getting it at the time you know what i'm saying i feel like you know we didn't get a lot of support from the city the producers in the city, the writers in the city. Radio? 
radio in the city. We didn't get a lot of support, you know, and we was trying. It wasn't like we wasn't trying. We doing shows. We doing what we got to do. We working hard. And then, you know, for a couple of years, we just gave up. And, you know, these young guys gave us back energy. And everybody was still recording on their own time. So tell you know us, man, so tell, us, tell us who we should keep our eyes and ears on coming out of Queen, Queensbridge right now. Yo, me, like the next generation. Me right here. Okay. <laughs> introduce, introduce yourself to the internet. I go buddy. by the name of Piff Jones. <laughs> Piff Jones. Straight out of Queensbridge. Piff, will you be on that Piff Romney? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. That was the main reason why I put my name as Piff. Okay. <laughs> it was Piff at first, but then I had to add the Jones because, you know. It's just a little flash. Yeah. It's a little classic. Piff is yeah, from right? Bompton. I can't just keep straight yeah. Piff. Yeah, yeah, I'm from, from 12th Street. I'm from 40th side of 12th Street. That's where I'm from. No doubt, man. So how many cats? But a, let me tell you something. We, we, we family, and Piff, obviously, I, I like being around Piff because he's very confident. He's going to let you know, and that's great. That's what we need. You know, we need people like him that's going to take us back to the top. Right. But at the same time, we moving as one, man. We doing yeah. music. We doing shows together. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're doing. I had a talk with my boy Chalice. We kind of started together, you know, in 1999 with the music. Right. Going professionally. And I'm like, yo, listen, man, we got to do it as one. We way more stronger together. Of course. And then he started to get everybody together, talking to DeLorean. DeLorean started to get everybody together. Then I was connecting with Crime Fam. Crown Fan was doing some things with Crud Love back in the days. Crown Fan from Bompton, 40 side of 12th Street. That's like, you know, you don't really, that's the part of the hood where you don't really want to go. <laughs> and then you go Crud Love Bumpton. from the 40 side of, uh, 41st side of 12th, Vernon. Right. Crud Love. So that kind of that connection was there. Everybody was always connected, though. You know what I'm saying? We was always connected, but we was doing it separate, though. Right. You understand? And we within learned the, that from the OGs. Within the, within the same neighborhood. Within the same neighborhood. Well, well let me ask you something, man. You're on the show, and I got to give credit to Shaw Money. Oh, that's Because Shaw Money yeah, reached Shaw. out and said, did I want you on the show? I was like, fuck yeah. Like, is Shaw Money working with y'all? Yo, Shaw Money's the homie. Um, I got a lot of um, schooling from people outside my hood. And that's no disrespect, because, like, Nas, big, big bro. Look up to Nas. Tragedy. Hostile. You know, he's my uh, god brother. His my nephews and his sons, you know Capone, my cousin. Used to go to first, Nature, that's your first cousin, third cousin, third cousin. All right. Yeah, um, I used to go to Nature House every uh, WrestleMania. You know, Nate moms <laughs> have all the goodies out, all the cakes. He wasn't getting no cakes unless you go to Nate mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> she only one had the hostess cakes. <laughs> you know, um, Nate um, Noy, him, mm. my mom's best friends, right. twins. They wow. all all our mom's best friends. That's crazy. Anytime it was mice in the house, twin, they kill a mice right, for right. us. We was kids. So let me ask you something, man. <laughs> you know like, what I'm saying? Like, what, what so, hap- yeah. What what happens when, because you know, like, you, Queen's got a lot of strong personalities. Absolutely. And sometimes the personalities clash, right? Right. So what happens, like, say, when the personality clashes? Like the nice person- and mega? Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> but, like, is a, a family, like, what's, like, the moms or the family <laughs> You know what I'm saying? How do they want to squash it, or like what's that interaction like? There's a lot of love. It's gonna be a fist fight first before anything. It's gonna right. be a fist fight, you know, <laughs> um, before anything like that. But you know, it, it was some. A lot of guys have fights. I think I think um, Delorean fought Nas. Nas maybe fought Mega. Nature maybe fought Mega. Whatever, right? That's the that's how it's supposed to be, right? You just work out the differences. But at the same time, I don't think at that time we knew how to handle adversity. Or we knew how to handle confrontation. Right. Because anytime we had a problem, it was a real problem for years. It wasn't like, yo, I got a problem with you this year. We grew up together. We're going to do a song next year together. Right. And we're going to circulate this money. You understand? And, and Nas is on a whole nother level. 
And people got to understand, Nas is on a different level. He's about to be a billionaire soon. Yes. You understand? His yes. mom was there when he was young. Right. You understand? So you're dealing with somebody different. And, you know, when you're dealing with somebody like that, you know, you got to approach it different, differently. You understand? And, and he don't want to put a lot of his shit at risk. So n- nobody really knew how to deal with each other on that level. We had so much talent in that hood. We were we sitting on a, a cash money gold mine. Yeah. And that's where right now is good because the young guys see that. They together. So all the young guys, they sticking together. Ag, Flow, Chef Fly, Piff, Lady you know, Smile. Ty Brown, Lady Smiles. And, and, and they see like where well, there's mistakes that we made. But I think where we come in at, we still doing music, bars and hooks. Nation still recording music right now. Got music coming out. Nice. Cash, Vito. Yeah. Nice. We doing music right now. Nice. But one thing that they got that we didn't have is we giving them that, I guess that OG mentorship. Like this is how y'all going to do it. And this is how y'all going to all have million dollar houses. So y'all can learn from our mistakes. Absolutely. Learn from our mistakes. Absolutely. Circulate the money. Yo, let's go back, man. How was it, man, for you? Like we, we, we've had Marley on the show. I mean, we've had mad people. We need Marley to teach us. Give, give, give you, give you some, give you <laughs> some exclusives. We need the OG. Marley's still in the studio, man. But, but growing up in Queensbridge, man, like, like your pops was a Golden Gloves boxer, right? Yeah. Like, was is easy. Who's the tallest person in your family? Man? I am. You are. So you just. <laughs> I don't know how to have it. Right. So, but did you? Was you interested in boxing? <laughs> My dad, he, he he didn't let me box. I did seen some of his to? fights. I did, but right. he didn't let us because he didn't want us to get hit. So right. we was never allowed to go into the ring. And we see him come home. We watch his fights. Like, dad, take us to the to to the gym. He took us one time, and then he was like, nah, y'all not doing this. Yo, how did that feel watching your father fight, man? It was crazy, yo, because I seen him one time. He was almost knocked out, and then he threw a punch and knocked the other guy out. But he was out on his feet, and um, he had a, a couple hooks, no jabs. He had some good hooks, though. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But how was he at home? Like, was he, like, when you went, like, after your father took a whipping, not, not taking a whipping, but after he got all that, <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? That shit is hard on the body, man. Like, said, like, like, when you, when you seen him, I, nah, I, just, I just say, your yo, <laughs> see, see, stop, don't fuck around, my nigga. <laughs> I, I, I just say, your father, I'm saying, you, that shit is hard on the body, man. Like, like, how was the effects at home, man? Um, it was tough. You know, uh, especially my household was crazy. My mom and dad was going crazy. Right. Mm. It was on in my household right. first off. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom flipping my dad, dad flipping on moms and everything. Um, I thought it took life. a toll. I thought right. it took a toll because sometimes mentally my dad wasn't there sometimes. You know, I come back, just these emo- uh, emotional roller coasters, started getting on medication a little bit. It, 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 it was kind of wild in there. He, he stopped boxing after a while. It was too much. Right. Yeah. So how did you catch the, um, in Queensbridge, everything's going on. What was your first love? Was it hip hop? No, hell no. I didn't even know how to use thun. <laughs> when I started to come outside, I didn't even know how to. <laughs> I didn't even know how to style. use it. Right. <laughs> nah, when I was first started to go outside, right I, I I started on 10th Street. I'm from 10th Street, and we used to go to play ball at Baby Park. Right. And that's all I would do. I would go right behind Baby Park, go to Monkey Bars, uh-huh. play basketball in Monkey Bars, and then that was it. I was in and out. But when you get older, you go outside, you start to see you know different people. That's outside. Then you start to hear the language. What, what, thun? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm from Queens. I did not know how to yeah, use it. It was the next generation, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how to use oh, it. And then eventually, you know, you kind of learn. So how'd you get into basketball? I was outside one day. My dad, I was in trouble at nursery school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got in trouble Damn. at nursery school. Um, <laughs> me and uh, Dwayne uh, from 10th Street, and we got, I got in trouble. I got in a fight. And then my dad took me on the court. <laughs> So you got to put your energy somewhere else. And he took me on the court. I remember I couldn't play. 
So you, you weren't a natural. You weren't a natural no. initially, right? It was a ton of us. Was a ton of people better than me. Um, Mike Chatfield, he passed away a couple years ago. He was the man. Mike Chatfield, we had Top Boogie, we had Skins, we had. It was so many amazing players. Um, but I, I kept I kept going on the block, Super Ed, watching Super Ed play, playing with Kenny Ito. There was so many people that taught me how to play. That I got to just pay homage to, right? You know. Um, but it was a ton of people better than me. When when did you realize that? Oh shit! I'm 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 you know I'm nice. I would say tenth grade. Tenth grade. In tenth grade, I'm like, well, I might have a chance because before that, I wanted to be a math teacher, so I wanted to be a junior high school math teacher. So I was like getting my math skills up. But um, in the tenth grade. Oh, it's yours. Yeah. So so in the tenth grade, you realized you was this 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 might be real. In the tenth grade, I was like, oh wow, I might have a shot. Right. Because because you hear. Cats from every neighborhood and, and, and every city across the country talking about their hoop dreams. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But you know, that's a slim chance that a cat might be be able to get into the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had, it was crazy. In our neighborhood on on 10th Street, two of us played for the pay, play, for the Pacers. Right. Vernon Fleming lived right on the corner on of, of 41st and 10th Street. He played for the Indiana Pacers. Got drafted there. Sean Green was from the 40, 40 side of Vernon, Nas Block. Right. He played for the Indiana Pacers. Got drafted to the Indiana Pacers. And I went to the Indiana right. Pacers. That's crazy. You know, it was crazy. All three well, of us was, from the same hood. Looking for Queens. That, that's crazy. <laughs> they, they, knew, they knew some of the players. They had to go. But, like, but, like, how did you stay focused on basketball, man? Because Queensbridge was hot, man. It's still hot, man. You've seen a lot of crazy shit in the street. Queensbridge is great, man. It was, uh, I had a lot of people, um, Everybody had different family members or friends that did different things in the streets. And then you get that OG come up to you and say, yo, just stay focused, stay right. focused. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they, you know, I, that's why I always go back because a lot of those people looked out for me right. and kept me focused. You know what I'm saying? Where they could have been like, yo, come with me over here, over here. But they like, nah, stay on the court, stay on the court. And giving you that extra motivation and that extra encouragement to yeah, continue to do this, even though it's, so, and even though it's kind of wild, maybe a little bit wild right. around you. Was was it times where you almost got caught up? A couple times, a couple times you almost got caught up. Like how? No, well, a couple times my family they all went to jail already, so they all served their time, and I, I got the approval from my cousins. So anytime somebody asks me, "Is it okay?" You know what I'm saying? If I if I tell the stories and they say yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, a couple times my, my cousin was uh, used to sell a little dope uh, on 12th Street, you know, whatever. He went to jail for a couple years. Um, I seen him do a lot of different things in the house. Different, but I never, I never knew what that was. You're just a young kid, and you see these things, but it's normal. Right. But then when you get older, you're like, "Hold on, you can go to jail for this shit." All right, right. let me go somewhere else. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, but it's a couple times, you know, that you could have got caught up, and you get that encouragement. People in the neighborhood. See, back in the days, we had people that really, like, we had father figures, like Chick Austin, you know, Bob Reese. We had Paul Mead. These are guys that you would never hear about. But they kept it together. You know, they kept us together and, you know, they tried to keep the kids that was doing the right thing doing the right thing. Does, does that even exist anymore, man? I don't know. Yeah, it's still, it's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got, they got the fathers alive in the hood. Right. Your fathers alive, fathers alive is dope. So, you know, what, what is that? What's fathers that's alive? That's amazing. What is it? It's, the, uh, it's like um, all the fathers in the neighborhood get together and, you know, they have meetings and, they work on doing stuff, you know, just to be better fathers and better parents. That's dope. See, man. the guy who put that together, his name is Kenny. 
And um, Kenny was in, he, he did some time too, you know. And when he came home, you know, he saw, he was starting to change his life. And he saw that, yeah, they, they, this was needed out there. Kenny's dope, man. He put his all into it. Um, he was, he was, he was uh, facing 50 something years, something, right? He was out there. Um, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray's dope. Faith, Faith is Fathers in the Hood. It's just broken down. Like, but, yeah, Fathers Alive but in the Hood. Like a branch of, they still, they still, they still doing the same thing as one. Like, shout out to Sugar yeah. Ray. Yeah. Because he's doing, he's doing natural oh, water, natural cream, everything. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Like, yeah. like the help from the, 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 you focus, you got people steering you um, in the right direction, and then you end up going to Niagara Falls to play a game. No, 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 no. That wasn't me. It wasn't, I know what you're going to say. Right, right. Like, I know I'm what you're going to say. about your boy, you know, Lloyd Newton. Lord, Lloyd, nah, Lloyd Newton. Yeah, yeah. Like, like what, what was, what, what? Well, they was going, Lloyd Newton, they was going away to play LIC. They was going for, I think, championship game. Right. So we, we knew about the game, but I was still 11 years old. Okay. You see what so, I'm saying? So, oh, so, you, so we was waiting for these guys to come back right, with a win. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we, you know, they we looked up to these guys. Now I didn't know Lloyd because Lloyd was older. Okay. So it's like eighteen. It's like me, eighteen years old, and some eleven year old kid looking up to me. Right. And I don't really know he's there. I just, right, right. I, you know. You know him, but he didn't really. Exactly. Know him. Right. Right. Exactly. I was. I looked up to him. I watched him play in the recent. I watched him play on Tenth Street. He was amazing. And um, you know they had the, they got in a little confrontation. Then I guess somebody from the other team threw pick up the a leg from the from the table and they threw it. Then then he, he died right in the court. Went right through his heart. You know what I'm saying? We got the story back. It was crazy, you know. Because um, that's not supposed to happen. No, nah, it was not supposed to happen. Not supposed to. Happen. He was amazing. Probably was gonna go somewhere. He was dope. And Lloyd Newman was dope. What did What did that experience do to you, man? Uh, I think like as a basketball player in Queensbridge, you could tell the games were different at that time. Like literally on 12th Street, where I played most of my games, that the intensity was going up at that time. You could see it. It was a chip on people's shoulders. The physicality. It was going up. It was going up. And then people really was playing for Lloyd. Like every day. You know? And and I, I was 12 and 13. I was playing with the guys and the men on the block. Right. You know, which was, you know, if you wasn't ready, you couldn't play. Right. You know what I'm saying? And So you was getting like crazy fouls and, and like... They go hard, man. They was going hard. Got, and on 12th Street, sometimes we would play. We'd go to the Reese. But sometimes we, i play on 12th Street. Then you get guys coming from every other block coming on 12th Street to play, you know, and um, the games was amazing, amazing games, uh, you know, and, and you hear the, the conversations of Lloyd Newton come up a lot. Um, at, when I when I got old, it was unfortunate. My boy Mike Chaffield, he was locked up, and he was like the man in the hood. Right. He was like, your head and shoulders above everybody, and he was locked up at that time, so I didn't get a chance to really compete against Mike like that, right. which, which, which was sucked. He was an amazing player. He beat me 32-2. to two. In huh. the recenter one. Really? Yeah, 32 That's crazy. Two. That's uh, crazy, man. That's crazy, Manhandling. Uh, he was an amazing player. That's crazy. So, so at the same time, man, you, you, you decide that you're going to study architecture? Yeah. That shit is hard. I wanted to push myself, man. Right. That was it. The architecture came from, you know, I, my first goal was to build. I wanted to build community centers. And I had this vision of building a lot of them. So when I went to my college visits, I was like, okay, I want to take architecture. And I ain't know nothing. I ain't know anything about architecture. You know what I'm saying? But I figured that, you know, I want to try to do something that's impossible. Because uh, if I don't think like that, then I'm I'm never gonna make. Where does it. that? Where does that? Where does that mindset come from? You're a young man. 
what I'm saying? You're a young man. You're in college. And comes, you, you want to build community centers. Well, it comes from, like, not having what you need in the neighborhoods. Right. You know, and what can you do to better your neighborhood? You know what I'm saying? What can you do to better the, the, the fucked up situation that we're in? You know, you go to these other places, everything looks great. Right? So now I figure... Because you're traveling now. Because you're I'm traveling. I'm going overseas, going to Europe. At 15 years old, 16 years old, doing all these different things. And I'm like, you know, I want to build something like this, you know, in my community. Yo, talk about... But then you find out that you don't really own your community. Right, right, right. You can't build shit over there. Talk about the impact, though. Why it's so important for parents to make sure their kids travel at a young age, man. Nah, it's true. You got to. You got to get out. You got to get out. Because, you know, you see so many things, brick, bricks and buildings. You don't, if you don't see out of that, you know, you're probably never going to want to leave. It's important to explore. You know, it's important to um, connect to different things, connect to the earth a little bit better. But you know what's crazy? When I was growing up, we used to have pollen everywhere. In the summertime, a lot of pollen. Right. That's, and, and, that's, and it's good for you. I don't see it no more. You in know, the hood. I mean, we, that's we, crazy. We, Remember the pollen to be all yeah, over the yeah, place. Flo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers would be fucking Sneezing. allergic as fuck. Yeah. Well, my allergies, allergies still work. <laughs> that shit is a hell of a. So um, shit is, it's it's a pollen somewhere. Is it pollen? Yeah. Is somewhere. Look it up. No, I believe you. So, so, so after after you realize like that. that that you know you you you're playing ball in school, right? Yeah. You, you study architecture, but you realize that shit is hectic. You you then switch your major to mathematics. Yeah. You're a math major. Yeah. What is that, my dude? I don't even understand that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the math is like um, the math. The math is um, it was a um, challenge because I always needed to find out solutions to be successful. So, if I looked at every problem that there is a solution, I would be successful. Right, as and opposed math, to, as opposed to thinking there's no solution. Right, there's a solution for everything. And that's and that's what that's what got me really liking math. It was times I would go on 12th Street and I would just do math from problems, you know. And I just sit out there all day and just do some math. And you know, I figured there's a solution for everything, which they won't tell you that. They always say it's a problem. You can't do this. You can't do that. That's not true. That's crazy. So so so, what does a math major do? Like what? What does a math major? Do? I don't. I can't yeah, wrap my man. head around that. Math. It's like you do what you want. Right. <laughs> it's like you want to do a business. Figure the shit out. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a lawyer. You don't know how to read. Yo, figure it out. You know. You, you want to build a company. What pieces do you need to make sure everything fit so the equations come out correct? Figure it out. And that's what math. Math is like. Is you know you can go on all day. You know, some problems never end. You know, right. you got to keep on going and keep pushing yourself, you know, mentally. And, and it's great now. I, I find myself now doing math, you know, um, in my in my businesses and putting things together. Got to have patience, you know, because some problems you can't even finish in a day. Sometimes right. it takes a little while. So all that, all that, all that math knowledge, does it, does it come, it comes, it stays with you, huh? It, it does not, not the math. Right. When you don't do the actual math, the problems, that don't stay. But I think the, the love for it, I think that part stays. I think that part stays. Yo, um, skipping forward a, a bit, man. How'd you like your time in Chicago with the Chicago Bulls? Chicago was great. It was rough because it was my favorite team growing up, Michael Jordan, obviously. And 17 years old, St. John's. You know, two years ago, prior to being 17, I was 15. I was just a kid. Loved the damn Bulls. 19 years old, I'm on the a, on a goddamn Bulls. But I wasn't ready. I had baby mama drama. I had babies over here, baby over there. How many babies, man? 
I had two of my, my that, that was going to soon to be my future wife and right. one with another lady, you know, and then I was still like going through a lot. I was not ready for that lifestyle. I went from making nothing to a million dollars in a year, you know, and like buying bars out, doing a bunch of crazy shit, weed all over the goddamn place. <laughs> you, ever, you, ever, you ever played high? You ever played high? Uh, I play all. I, I play drunk, play high. Damn. <laughs> it was not the life. It's like a rock star, but not for a fucking athlete. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, I was tripping out at that time. I could have been, my career could have been way better. More awards. Mm. I missed out on three defensive player years. Yeah, I got suspended. I missed out on the MVP. Missed out on five, four more All-Star games. You know what I'm saying? It was just so crazy at that time. I wasn't ready for that life. This week's episode of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Abion. Inefficiency is usually thought to be a negative, but not when you're elevating your craft to an art. Abion Tequila, voted the world's best tasting tequila, is surely one of the most inefficient tequilas you can find. You've seen firsthand Abion on Entourage, but here's the real story behind the brand. Abion wasn't created by celebrities or billionaires. It's a collaboration between a tequila-loving entrepreneur and a family who for generations have been growing agave in their small town of Jesus Maria in the highlands of Jalisco. Abion is made by real people with true passion for their craft. They pride themselves on the art of creating beautifully inefficient tequila. Sip on Abion. Meat or on the rocks. It makes a delicious top shelf margarita too. Share Abion with those that appreciate what they eat and drink. I promise it will become theirs and your favorite ultra premium tequila. Please drink Abion responsibly. And now back to the show. Talk about going from the hood mm. to being thrust into the NBA and how inhuman it is. To fucking make that transition. Yeah, it just depends on, like, if you got that support system. I had a great support system, but I wasn't listening all the time. Right. I had a lot of people in my neighborhood, my family, that would support. But then when you get there, it's different. You're not prepared for that shit. You're not prepared, you know, that now I can fucking buy all the crystal I want. <laughs> <laughs> You're not prepared for that shit, right? What's, and, the, what's um, the first thing you bought? What's the first thing you bought? The first thing I got, you know, um, I went back to the hood, and I, and I hooked up my mom's crib. <laughs> You hooked up her, her crib. I hooked in, up the in, crib in the project. Yeah, I put like I put about fifty or sixty thousand in the crib. How do you put fifty, sixty thousand in an out, apartment, out my nigga? Yeah, mathematics. Yeah, wait, we, stairs we, in the apartment. Yeah, we had little steps. Yeah, you know that said mathematics. Mathematics. Built pyramids in it. Yeah, we were tripping, man. I, I had a little. I was tripping, man. I was tripping. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was the first. Thing I want to hear more, but we, yeah, well, we had like a little red room and TVs all over the. Place. Everything I just did some shit. My mom never wanted to leave the hood. Right. Mm. She didn't leave until um shit. She just left. Right. <laughs> no, she didn't leave. She didn't want to leave Queensbridge. Right. Why did she wow. leave? Why did she eventually leave? Cause I'm community. She had, I, I said, Mom, you got to leave. Like you right. got to leave. You know, you never left. She don't. She don't even know how to ride a bike. Right. My mom still to this day never rode a bike. Right. Like, Mom, you got to do something different. You know. Um. So I, and then she was her health wasn't good. Right. She was overweight. She just lost 130 pounds. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Nice. So she was like, I was like, my, I got to be around you because you're not taking care of yourself. Let me buy you a crib. Let me, let me really, let me not hook up the apartment no, no more. Let me buy you a crib. We live together. That's right. me and my mom. Yeah. That's, that's amazing, man. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing I did. But other than that, honestly, the first thing I wanted was a caravan. Somebody told me to buy a suburban. I wanted a caravan. Right. That's the first thing I was going to do. Somebody told me to buy a suburban. And from there, it was downhill. Right. Because I was trying to go into this thing modest. 
Yeah, you yeah. Yeah, talk about that. I had goal. the caravan. I had the caravan play everything I wanted to get. Caravan had the kids. I'm gonna get a caravan. And this one dude said, "Yo, you can't be driving no caravan." <laughs> In the NBA. That's what he told me. I'm like, "What? He said, you can't be driving caravan. You gotta get the suburban." And you gotta. And that's where everything went wrong. Oh man, I started tripping. You <laughs> <laughs> know, yeah, I started tripping. But you know what? I had a chance to help some of my peoples out. Right. It's good. It was good. You know what's what's the balance between. Coming out the hood, right? Um, moving your life forward, but remaining loyal to the hood and the dangers of sometimes the hood pulling you back in. It ain't about being pulled back in. It's right. about, you know, for me, people got to understand your neighborhood is not your neighborhood. You pay rent. They don't even give you an option to buy, which is fucked up, right? Generations they're, they're in a surplus. living in, living mm. in the neighborhood. The, the, the neighborhood's in a surplus. Right. They're, in a, they're profiting. You understand? So I, what if I want to go back home and buy my apartment? Right. How much are you going to charge me? You, you can't. When I went to go get an apartment in Queen, they, they, they moved my rent up to 3000 a month. Right. I was like, wow. I, want, I want this where I'm from. Why can't I live with here where I'm from, right? This you is when you was with the Knicks, right? No, this is when I was with Indiana. Okay. I was trying to get a place in Queensbridge. Queensbridge. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing people got to understand. They can take it at any fucking time. And so that's why I like to come back. I learn more, you know, and try to give give different knowledge because at the end of the day, this this music is great. It's gonna give people opportunities. At the end of the day, you know, you want to be in a position where you can buy yourself a home, you know. And um, I, it's important for me to give the knowledge that I learned. I learned right. a lot, you know. I learned a lot, so that's why I like to get back and give it all back, right? You know, to people that probably didn't get a situation that, or met the people I met, you know. Because um, certainly nobody told me when I was nineteen. That Long Island City was going to quadruple mm. in value. Right. I got here. I am a millionaire, and nobody told me I should put my money here. Right. They keeping it to themselves. Right. Of course. You see what I'm saying? Oh, you. Like the oh, Donald you, Trumps. You, you would have owned Long Island City. I would. I would. I would have had a lot of property over that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Donald Trumps, those type of guys. It's still not too late, though. It's not too late. It's right. not too late. It's not too late. But I'm saying these real estate moguls yes. are not giving it back. Of course. You understand? They're keeping it for themselves. And, and right, I know for, for a people, fact there's going to be some some rich kid from Queens that's going to be in the future. It's going to be somebody making some bread. So hopefully you can give them that knowledge early. Right. You understand? Like yeah. even Nas. Nas got the tech company yes. right now. He ain't learned that later in his career. Hopefully I can give it to them early. Nas is killing it, man. He's Nas killing it. He's doing great. It. What's your relationship like with, with Michael Jordan, man? Jordan? Yeah. Jordan just like, I was like a, uh, kind of like a mentor. I don't know him that well. Right. But I know, um, you know, I just played against him a couple of times, broke his ribs. Now, by, talk, talk about it. How you, how you break yeah. the goat's ribs, man? If I'm mistaken, man. <laughs> he was going hard. Yo, it was really going hard. He was, he, was, he was pushing you. Well, he was Michael Jordan, amazing. Right. Right. Anytime he touched the ball, he would score. It was right. summertime. Is it, was it in, I mean, you come from Queensbridge, you're, you're a great player, you're in the NBA. Is it intimidating playing against Michael no. Jordan? No. no. What what what, what is it switched? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I, like I, I, yeah, I'm saying, but like, of course, what's the mindset? I was I was hungry. I, that we played um, pickup, and I was like, all right, yo, let's do this. I'm ready to do whatever I got to do to get this win. It was only pickup game seven, <laughs> but it was the craziest games ever. It was extremely intense, and Jordan's crazy. He goes super hard in pickup, and he didn't know that I go hard too. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and LeBron was out there. He was 15 years old playing with us. Fucking LeBron James, I was man. here. I was here at 15. Killing. He was killing. 15 nice. years old. They couldn't stop him. 
beast. He was bro. killing, man. I was like, wow, who this 15-year-old kid? But Jordan, I remember Jordan was killing. He was going to average like 30. He averaged 25 that year. Right. I broke his ribs. He was out three months. Damn. He would average 30-something. Yeah, of course. He had to take off time. And I, I fell back. That was my favorite player. Right. Um, but, yeah, he, he he's amazing. He amazing. Yo, talk about this hunger that you have, man. You, you're in the NBA. It's during the offseason. I, I, I don't know which, which team you're playing with at the time. But you fucking apply to work at Circuit City? I was young, 19 years old. And I was bored. This is in Chicago? In Chicago, okay. rookie. And my boys was out there. We was just, we was doing a lot of stupid shit. Right. And um, I needed to fill my time. Right. So I did apply for a job at Circuit City. You walk in Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs> now, you got you to gotta, you gotta paint you that. Gotta walk yeah. us that you you got you to gotta walk us through that. Please. <laughs> Saint, so you, Saint, you just left St. John's. I was in the bull. I was, I was drafted. You was already, already drafted. I was already drafted. And you walk in Circuit City. Yeah. And then what, what oh, happened? So are they like, oh, shit. Dude. I went to the uh, general manager. My boy was already working there. And I was like, yo, I should, I should get a job, too. And he's like, he, he's like, yeah, you should do it. I was my man, um, Kit, my boy Cedric from 12th Street, and um, and I and I applied. I got the job. You got the job. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I got the job. Got the job. job. It would have been crazy. So then, what happened? You had half be. price off everything. Uh, so wait, so you everything? Did you work there? I worked for. I worked one day. I bought a bunch of shit. Yeah. And then I and then um, it got out in the media. Then I said, I right, fuck it's over. Well, so what happened when it got to the media? It was nothing. I was, I was 19, so I didn't know what to expect. I didn't right. even know. I just said, I don't think I should be doing this. Right. You, you knew. Yo, <laughs> but it was, no, 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 I wasn't doing anything bad. But, but, no, no, that but was, the media kind of made it sound like it was crazy, you know what right. I'm saying? It was kind of crazy. That, that's that's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but, 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 but it's also brilliant because it's like, here you are a millionaire. Here you are a millionaire. You got all this time, and you know that time could fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. The idle time. Was it, was it the, Listen, man, I would tell my, 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 my man said when I would come home, his only job was to make sure I had a big bowl and made, every, made, made, sure, made sure that bowl was filled up with blunts to the top every time I came home. <laughs> you understand? That type of shit was going on. Right. And it was enough to go around. That's, but I think it's brilliant because you know, like, listen, people might think you're crazy. People might think you're this and that, but you, you're really trying to stay grounded, right? I was trying to. Trying to at that time, um, I was always grounded, but 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 when you but after I made it, I became big headed. Right, you understand? Like so, I was grounded all the time. I was doing charity. I worked at thirteen years old. Right, had my first godson at thirteen years old. Um, this girl lived in the Nature Building named Javon. I used to bring her son outside with me when she wanted to go out and do her thing. Right, newborn. He about twenty three now. I was always grounded. Right, but then when I got there, it was over. <laughs> Did you ever feel though over. that she was losing? Control though, absolutely. Like how? Hell yeah! Like like what? Just the family, you know. I, I had my family. I lost my family. You right. know that was crazy because at the time, I met my I met my I met my wife on 12th Street, and you know, I was like, cool. I won't be all the rest of my life. You're gonna have babies, do it all, you know. And um, but then when I made it, I seen I got to college. You know, she was the first person I've been with. I I, was, I never had no girl from Queensbridge. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So um, and now you seen different. Flavors, mm -hmm. different fucking skittles, you man. You, you see, crazy. You know what I'm saying you, you <laughs> seen six, Fifth seven, daddy. seven, seven yo, eight, yeah. nine, Cars and hookers in the building. You're not trying to be the sixth guy. <laughs> yo, yo son, six it was guy. crazy. It was crazy, right. yo. 
You know what I'm saying? Chicks with their own cars that want to fuck with you. Oh, mm, my right. goodness. Is, is that, is I was my, tripping. Is, is that one of your biggest regrets, man? Lose, like, lose, Absolutely. Right. Hell yeah. But you know, I'm still cool with my ex-wife. You know, I trust her with my life. You know, if I had to give over everything to somebody, she would be the first one that I would give it to. I trust her with my life. Right. I, but we grew out of each other as far as relationships. She's from Astoria Projects. Remy Martin. A couple other people from over there. Story Projects. You know, uh... Shout out to AQ. Right. And, uh, but yeah, yeah. So you talk about like the NBA and how the NBA is like this real, this is a stiff organization. This is real, you know, co- you know, collar, tight collar situation. It's a, it's a tight collar organization. It's a business, man. It's a business. Yeah, yeah. And talk correct. about, talk about the difficulty of you in there. You're doing your best. You're doing, you're, you're playing your, what your, your life. Right. Your life's love. Right. And then something happens and all of a sudden now you wake up and you're like, I'm the fucking bad guy. The NBA is tough, man. Cause it's a, it's, it's, it's tough, man. Because like, like when I had the brawl, for example, yes. everybody hated me. That right. same day I lost sneaker deals. All my commercials came off TV. No more awards. All that shit was over. You know what I'm saying? So I had to kind of, was that, know, was that scary, man? When, 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 it, I wasn't scared, but it was just like, because when, when it happened, you know, I thought, all right, first off, I ain't going to let my fucking just throw some shit in my face. I think you was right. God like, damn. Like, I, I think you was right. And, you know, I was obviously. Self-preservation. I mean, the whole situation. I mean, I mean, self-preservation. I mean, Ben assaulted you. You know what I'm saying? But it got, a, yeah, right, right. And then no, the it fans. Was all crazy. It was and then crazy. the whole fucking stadium. It was crazy. It was crazy, but it was a business. Right. Mm. And that, but look at what happened with Sterling when he came out. Sterling from the club is on the races. Yeah. Yes. So even though I, I was right or wrong, whatever, we, it, it was problems going on in America behind right. the scenes. Of course. That didn't want to see fucking Ron Artest hitting any motherfucking white dude in the stands. Of course. Mm. You understand what I'm That's saying? That's what it was. Hell, get the fuck. You can't be going in the stands hitting people. Right. You can't, can't hit, hit something white, at you. You can't hit white people. I don't know if it's that to, to that sense. I don't want to put words in the motherfucking mouth. Right. But that's what happened. Right. You can't hit nobody who hit you. Well, we, we, well, we didn't do what, that. At? But that's not natural. <laughs> but that's not. Yeah, that's not. That's that not. At? That's not natural. It's not. It's not natural. Especially the sport, man. Your adrenaline is going. It's a tough sport. I've never was taught that in my life that if if, if that happened in Queens, I would have been eaten alive. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Somebody mm. hit you, they, and they, you let it happen. And they they laugh. They gonna do it again. Right. You gonna keep getting. They gonna keep hitting. You gonna keep bullying. You. And I'm just saying that's how. That's the the survival that that the kind that you grew up under. So I wasn't prepared for that moment. But if it happened again, I would think twice about running in the goddamn stands. Right. Because I lost a lot of money, man. Fucking $7 million. You got the some longest bullshit. suspension in NBA history. Yeah. That was crazy. Were you angry about that, man? Nope. The next day, I went on TV and promoted my group, Allure. Promoted the album. <laughs> Listen, man. That's right. Allure. Yeah. Allure. And I feel sorry for Allure. He had a great R&B album. It's on iTunes. Mm-hmm. If you can support it, please do. Right. The album is dope. Beautiful women too, man. It was great women, girls, right? great voices from Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan. I only had three of them. I ain't had the fourth one. Right. And the album was coming out November twenty third, and so I was gonna market the album. But when I lost the bread, I couldn't market the album. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I had to shut everything down. It was so I felt so bad for them. You know what I'm saying? I felt so bad for them. So I I did all I can. I got on NBC and promoted the album, and then uh, Matt Lauer was told me he was gonna let me promote. When I was promoting it, they made it seem like I was promoting the album out of control. When I told NBC I was going to do this, I'm going to promote the album. Right. They knew my situation. I just lost everything, right? Mm. So they put me in a bad situation. But the Lord's album's dope. 
That's all I did. I could just move. I can't control what's, what's out of my control, right? You know, it's their business. They they uh, suspended me. That's it. Move on. But now that you have the stigma on you, like that you had that stigma on mm-hmm. you, it's like, yo, it's like, how do you get that shit off? Yo, you just you just deal with it because, um, you know, in this life, you know, we, we, we're not, Martin Luther King been the worst than me, first of all. Right, of course. <laughs> And Malcolm X been a little worse. Of course. And then our people that we don't even know until we got the cameras out, right. they've been through worse. Of course. So I'm not going to complain about some bullshit. You know, um, that's why I, that's where the math major comes in, right? Just figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Just move on, figure it out, you know, and, um, un- and, and, and continue to, you know, give back. Right. You know, continue giving back to you. What's, what's, the, what's the magic that happens? Cause you saying you was in community service since thirteen, man. What's the magic that happens when you keep giving back, man? I mean, people gave back to me. I had Bob Reese, Paul Mead, Mel Kennedy. I had um, Chick Alston. I had um, oh, how do I forget my man name? Mike Family. Chick under Chick Carl, Carl Alston. I had so many people giving back, and then on the court, Kenny Ito. He could have went pro. He got shot in Queensbridge, right before he was going to Oklahoma State. Dope, probably would have went pro. He can, he he come out of jail, and now he's giving back to me, teaching me everything he learned. He was a pro. I'm basically learning from a pro. Right. You know, I had um, I had Super Ed. I had um, I had Nice from the hood. Nice was dope in basketball. All these guys is giving back to me, taking their time to play with me on the court, getting me better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Getting me better. Making it tough for me to score. Right. So now I'm prepared for the NBA. It was nothing. I'm so prepared. how could you not give back? How can you not? Right. How can you not? So many people was giving back. Right. Hank Carter, you know, legendary from Queensbridge Project. Started out 79. was a little gangbanger. Friend got shot in Queensbridge. He started to do charities to um, pay for his friend's hospital bill. Friend became a paraplegic. That turned to games. That turned to a $20 million um, uh, charity or foundation. Wow. That turned to him getting the Goldwater and Roosevelt Allen named after him. It turned to Bloomberg naming the hospital in Harlem after Hank Carter. Wow. And Hank Carter took me in when I was a senior. I stayed with him. At, That's amazing. Amazing. You know. Got to give back. Yeah. You never, to me, you never seemed like you had anger issues. But you had to take anger management. I, I always had anger issues. <laughs> I tried so to you, do have, you did have anger issues. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Hey. Well, you, I mean, you did pretty, you did pretty but, well on, uh, on the court for not. Wallet. I think they misrepresented you on in the media a lot of times, though. But you know what, though? All those little issues I had, <laughs> everybody that laughed at me, you know what I'm saying? Those are real fucking issues, man. They were kind of bonkers. <laughs> and there's a lot of kids like that. That's funny. No, no. In our, in our neighborhoods, we got a no. We got we got PTSD. we got kids right now that will fucking no, n- shoot a n- nigga cat, for fucking cat, looking at him wrong. Cats drawn, growing up in America, black. Got PTSD. Mm. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hell yeah. We've been through a lot. You got to think about Generational. it, man. Our parents came here from our other continents, and now, now you get conscious. People start thinking crazy, whatever. Parents came here from other continents, separated the father from the mother, separated the children. Who's raising the children? A slave, it's like a slave master who don't really care. You got these same children right now that's going through what they've been through 400 years ago. Mm. We have no morals, no values where we from, no family values. See, Chinese family, they all stay together. They share. Money circulate throughout the family. Us, we abide Versace before we support another urban, somebody from our community's brand. 
We had spent 400 on Versace. You know, it was just the, the way they got us programmed is fucked up, right? So there's a lot of crazy motherfuckers that's growing up where we from, right? Right. So now it's like, how can you turn that or reverse that? Cool. You speak out on your your problems, your issues. Let people know that yeah, you're just like I'm, just like you. You know, I might not be a gangbanger or whatever. Or I might not be in the hood now, but I was just like you. So you speak out you, and you let people know. Now you tell these stories, and, and 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 we get back to the music a little bit. These are the stories that that we telling. You know, people think yeah, Ron Artest made it to the NBA and he got a couple artists, and it's easy. It ain't easy because they still in the motherfucking hood, <laughs> and they got stories yeah, to tell. The stories, you know, they got some good stories to tell, and with a bunch of other shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm curious, man. What do they teach you in anger management? Like, Yo, like I you, learned a lot. You walk, you, you walk in. Is it one on one or is this a class? It was dope. It was dope. I had a, like 20 psychologists. I ain't gonna lie. Then I had um, I had marriage marriage counseling. I used to have one one day. I would have marriage counseling, anger management, and parenting counseling, and come out feeling great. Good, because I was like, I was doing stupid shit as a parent. Right. I'm not raising my kids. It's 25 years old. And I'm like, yo, I got to fucking raise my kids. I'm fucking up. You know what I'm saying? And it taught me a lot. And now I'm a way better father. All my kids live with me. Got a way better relationship with my kids. Because I was doing stupid shit. Not being home. I'm providing. Right. But they need you. That's not enough. Right. You got to be there. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most important thing you walk away from, from, from anger management? I learned a lot of different things, uh, how to deal with situations, how to deal with yourself. Yourself, that's the main shit. Situations, that's, that, ain't, that ain't really no problem. How are you going to deal with yourself? You know, What do you want for yourself? Hey, yo, Internet, today's episode of The Combat Jackson is brought to you by Smile Direct Clubs. It shouldn't cost you a fortune to straighten your teeth. And with Smile Direct Club, correcting your smile has finally become affordable. Smile Direct Club uses proprietary cutting-edge technology, 3D printing, to help avoid the inconvenience and cost of office visits to your dentist and or orthodontist, which can help cost up to 70%. Smile Direct Club aligners cost a single payment of $1,500, while other invisible aligner brands cost up to $5,000 on average. Or you can take advantage of an easy payment plan, only $250 down and a $99 a month for 15 months. No credit check required. Board-certified, state-licensed dentists and orthodontists within the Smile Direct Club network are involved throughout the process to assess and prescribe remote treatment. If you've had braces in the past but failed to maintain your upkeep with your retainer, Smile Direct Club is an easy solution for millions of people who have already experienced great results with invisible aligners. What they don't know is that if they had waited until now, they could have straightened their crooked teeth and brightened their smiles for a fraction of the price. Save 50% off the cost of the Smile Direct Club evaluation by visiting www.smiledirectclub.com slash combat. This offer is available across the United States, except for North Carolina. Sorry, North Carolina. That's www.smiledirectclub.com slash combat. If you had had the anger management training, right? At that, at that, at that game. At, at that at that at that Pistons game, I would I would have whooped his ass. There's no way I'm gonna let a motherfucker do that. Hell no. Then you're gonna just throw something in my fucking face. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna say, I learned a lot. Right. Ha, <laughs> Fuck ha, out of here. Ha, has has security beefed <laughs> up, man? Has the security beefed up since then? Um, the security is great in the NBA. They wasn't right. prepared for that. Right. I mean, they had old ladies working that game. 
all they trying to do is pay their bills, man. Old ladies, the ushers, they not trying to stop a fight. Right. They ain't know that. Not with no giants. They they ain't know that dumbass motherfucker from the stands was gonna throw right. something. And the crowd gonna go crazy. Sure. Them ladies are trying to you know provide, but yeah, security's a little bigger now. They they got a lot of run out test rules in the NBA. <laughs> run out test rules, right? <laughs> Queensbridge rules. Yeah. What what um what inspired you for the name change for for Meta World Peace? I just want to be myself, do do what I want to do. You know, that's it. I don't like my I don't like this uh, slave name. I don't know where that name comes from. I don't know right. what the fuck Artest is until a motherfucker could tell me what the fuck is an Artest from what co- what country? Where the fuck what is country he from? from from Africa? Who is, is that, he? Right? Uh, Nicaragua. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> but, 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 but the, my son is Artest. He don't want to change his name. Right. They might whatever. But I want to know exactly who I am. I, I'm done with fucking. I'm done with, you know, going by the rules that I was taught as a child. Right. A lot of that shit was was false. But Metal World Peace is a powerful name. Yeah. It's a it's a powerful name. It's, did that I love did it. that did did claiming that name change your life? And no, 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 not not at all. Not at all. I just something I wanted. That was it. I wanted it, you know, things going on. I was affected by it. It was nothing that changed my life dramatically. It was just something I thought I always was. Right. Yeah, how'd you like being on the Knicks, man? The Knicks was dope. First game I went, I was a state on Vernon. I always wanted to go. To a game from Queensbridge. My goal was to game seven in the finals, um, Knicks, and go from Queensbridge to the game on right. the train. Right, that's crazy. And then bring the trophy back home. That's, that's not, ah. And that shit wasn't going to happen because they didn't draft me. <laughs> so that, the only thing I could do was go to the game. So I went to my first game from the hood. That's it was dope. great. King is a lifelong yes. Knicks fan. Absolutely. What's going on with your Knicks, man? You're not a Knicks fan? I'm a Knicks fan. I'm a Knicks fan by force. I'm optimistic about this year. You know what I mean? It's going to be great for the Knicks but, this year. Wait, you're not fully re- you're not retired, though, right? Nah. So, I mean, <laughs> listen. It's over. Yeah. Not, there's no way in the world I'm being there. No, no, no. NBA at all. Oh, no. NBA? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Okay. I got a couple teams I'm looking at. Nice. Yeah, so... Working on that, or I got a couple other things working on, so I don't know. Nice. How hard is We're working on the tour, too, so we got this tour we're putting together. Queensbridge United. Queensbridge United. I got it. I got it lined up. We're going to monetize it. And um, we already started putting it together, and it's looking like it can, you know, the things that we're doing, you know, we're going to, I'll be able to make money. You know, rather than come out of my pocket for the right, tour, right? You got, sponsors? Be important. Yeah, you got sponsors, lined up? sponsors, and events, all type of shit happening where I'm be able to make money where I'm not coming out of pocket, right? Then, then I'll be able to have artists on the tour. We'll be able to perform, build our brand, and eat, right? And, and, and when you have you, you have your own artists and artists that are outside the and campus. local artists, mm-hmm. nice, That's dope. That's and local dope. artists. That's and uh, we did some shows. We had a we had a show actually perform yeah. before Rick Ross the other day, which That's is hot. Great. That's hot. So it's looking like it could be well. So I'm I'm weighing the two options right now. Okay. You know, from the NBA and then this tour. Right. Because um it could be great. It could be a big thing. That's great. Yo, how was Kobe? He, he's how was, going to the NBA. We're going to take care of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know what? This is Piff Jones. We got bars in the building. No, no, we about, we got we, fire. We're about to have a session and, in a second. Um, we're about yeah. to have a, a session in a second. But my question Let is, man. Do so I can do my thing. Yeah. Yeah. How is Kobe as a person, man? Because you spend a lot of time with him, man. Kobe's dope. Right. From Philly. I think he gets a, a bad rap, too, right? He get a bad rap. I think he you know, had some bad situations that happened to him. But, you know, he's only human. He is not God. He's an amazing basketball player. <laughs> amazing. And a real dude. 
that's what he is. You know, he's not, and he's not perfect. You know, he makes mistakes, and um, and that's what he is, man. You know, and he's Kobe. Obviously, he does amazing things on the court. So now, automatically, people treat him like he's God, right? And then he won't make no mistakes. And sometimes, you know, he make mistakes. But at this point, he he uh, regrouped, and he's doing very well. He got the big tech company now. Yeah, like, saw that. Nice, big man. He nice. Got the, he got the beverages. I mean, that, that, and, that, that's one of the rules of uh, 40, 48 laws of power, man. Is don't ever be in a situation where people think you're perfect. Oh, because when you fuck up, then they then they come with the pitchforks and they're trying to crucify you. Yeah, they always let them know yeah. you you a little fucked up. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. They make you perfect. Yeah, just exactly. To, they build you up just to break you down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Your rap career, man. Going back into the rap career, man. You almost got signed by Fifty. Yo, it was. You was I, almost signed a G. You was almost G. Yo, I, 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 I had you knew a, this kid. Yeah, no, I didn't know. You that. almost had a spinner. You had a G. You almost had a G unit spinner. I was around G unit for a while. Never right. got, never got that far. But I was around him. I was trying to talk to Lighty at the time. Right. God, God rest with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I was around him a lot. So he was working on trying to. I was trying to get into that situation. I had a lot of deals. I turned down. A deal, um, cause I didn't want to get my masters. I made a lot of different, um, difficult decisions at that time. Because you wanted ownership. You were smart though. But now I wasn't that smart. This dude offered me a million dollars for my album. <laughs> really? <laughs> from where? Well, from fucking San Jose, man. This rich dude offered me a million dollars for the album. I was, uh, my first album that came out and I was like, I'm not giving you my masters. Just so I can say I'm not getting my masters up. I should have probably <laughs> gave him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I should have gave him the we masters. Got that cool meal. But you um, ended up getting signed to Warner, right? It was my label, so I, I didn't get signed. It was like my label at Warner. They wasn't right. kicking out no money like that. Oh, so they want, they were just doing distribution. Yeah, they, they, that means they didn't really believe in us. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. all that means. And right now, we're in a different situation yeah. right now. But but 50 was like, yo, I I really fuck with you. Well, at the time, he was like, I was around him a little bit, right. around the, 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 the crew. And they was like listening to the music. You know, uh, I thought it had been a good move because I would have learned a lot. I would have had great records. Yeah. And I already got, and then you have Queensbridge. Yes. And then now you have to, if, if I can get a little record, now I get the next record for the next Queensbridge artist. We already got a big ass following, you know, shows is going to be crazy. I thought it'd been a good look for him, but whoever, whoever signed Queensbridge first right now, you know, they sitting on the gold mine, yeah. you know, and we got, we got some meetings coming up in New York. Internet, so you hear yeah, that? Queensbridge United. Yo, how's, um, how's Max B, man? For us. We here. How's yes, Max sir. B doing, man? You speak to Max? The last time I spoke to Max, he was right before he went in. Right. I was, um, Talk, I was going to buy him out his contract actually with a. Ooh. Yeah, I was talking. We was talking. Ooh. It would have gotten nasty. And, um, Ooh, you would have made bread off of that, man. The wave. He was talking, man. Was the talking. wave. Had he not got caught up, man, that, mm. the world is still waiting for that wave, man. Yeah, he was. We was. We was talking. We was, he came over to the crib. He was in Houston. We was, we was doing. I think he was doing records. And then he went in. Like wow, right. like, literally. Like we, in. In in. Now I was talking to him and his, and his people on the phone, but. It was nothing I could do at that point, right. you know. You can't, you can't buy somebody out of that situation. It was nothing I can do, and right. I, I didn't know the story, so I had to, I had to move, I had to remove myself a little bit because, you know, I was in my prime, of my career, and then they saying all these allegations, and I know, I know nothing about right. the mm-hmm. case, you know what I'm saying? So I had to, I had to kind of, you know, figure out what was going on. Right. I, I saw your interview recently. Well, it was really Brother Polite's interview. Yeah, that was on, that was his interview on, on, on the Breakfast Club. Man. Yeah. Um. You always seek in self knowledge. Absolutely, got to. Right, brother polite. And I tell people he's my mentor. They be like, how are you gonna have a, cr- a former crip superior as your mentor? I mean, well, he was a former. That's the first. Right. That's the first word. Key word. Former. A lot of people from where we from are former things. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And you can't turn your back on people who was a blood, or who was a crip, or who was a gangbanger, because we grew up together. 
And we grew up in, you know, uh, fatherless. Most of us grew up fatherless. Every time I go to San Quentin, and, and most of the inmates in there, they don't, don't have a father. And their kids don't have a father. Right. So mm. you don't turn your back on people who look just like you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and that's why I'm not afraid to go out publicly. People who say polite's racist. People who, um, you know, want to turn, you know, black people against black people and try to call us terrorists and shit like that. That shit's ridiculous. Black Lives Matter is a terrorist That shit is ridiculous. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And, uh, and then they say, now all of a sudden you hate white people. That's ridiculous. My partner's white. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. first lady who run my company's white. Right. And I fucks with her. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Me too. And my goddamn staff yeah, yeah. is goddamn white. Right. A couple, and I, 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 got, I got a mix of some black people on my staff too. Okay, okay. But mostly damn white. Right. So, <laughs> fucking call us racist. Yo, you fuck around, motherfuckers gonna pick, pick it in <laughs> outside. You need to hire more black people. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, yo. That's true. Yeah. You know, um, but you know, at the same time, polite, empowering. He want to give back. He learned um, eight languages, 94 he books. He created his own language. He created his own language. Right. From Brownsville. Right. And he, he flipping houses now. Let me tell you what was crazy Amazing. about. Let me tell you why I know that brother is is super smart. It's one of the few interviews I ever saw where he talked throughout the whole fucking interview. Charlemagne probably got like three sentences in. You can't out talk Charlemagne. Yeah. <laughs> Charlemagne was listening. Yeah, you you can't out talk Charlemagne. Char- 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 yeah. Charlemagne was listening. Yeah. He was listening. He, yes, sir. Because, you know, Charlemagne, 5% back in the day. Yes, that's right. And, you know, Char- Charlemagne's part of this network, man. He, he's yes. got his po- podcast on this network, man. Shout out to Brilliant Idiots. Yeah, Brilliant Idiots. Yep. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yes, yes, wow. yes, yes. So, so listen, man, let's get back to this rap right now. Yes, man. sir. Well, before we jump into that, man, what's spiritual economics? Because I heard him mention that on the show. Mm. Yo, Polite, what, what is that? he teaches me something new all the time. That was the first time I heard of that one. <laughs> but he's schooling, he's schooling my son right now. He's teaching my son real estate. Right. He was in the house just last night before I came here. Him and my son, I don't know what the fuck they talking about. He's just going through real estate. Um, and he do that to a lot of people. Uh, but, what's, but what's your understanding of spiritual I think, economics? I, I, I think it's, um, I think it's like starting from the foundation, meaning, you know, don't put money or anything ahead of like yourself first. That's where it starts at. You know, having that foundation, family. You know, treating your family like a business, doing business with your wife, you know, or significant your other. Partner. Yeah, he's really big on that. Because we don't do that in her. We do, you know, where we grew up, it's all about us, right? And we, we provide, but we don't do things with each other. Because in, in the court system, if you do something with your partner, then she get half or some shit. And people's always worried about that instead of worrying about just building up your family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Doing shit together. And then it goes on from there. Right. Polite, polite is dope. Now that's dope. I want to meet him. We He's dope. Yeah, we gotta get on the show. Um. Okay. You got. You got. You got all your spitters. <laughs> Segment two. You got all your. You got, you got all your. You got all your spitters in the building, man. Right I now. love it. Yeah. Let's start off with you, man. Like you still spin some bars, man. You got some bars, Yo, for us, man. I got a couple bars, I guess. But my thing is this: like I tell my own story. You know what I'm saying? This one. This one dude said, "Yo, why are you only rap about basketballs? Nigga, I play basketball. Right. Fuck you, mean why? I, rap. I love course, the goddamn of course, game." Of course. I'm going to put fucking, I'm going to have basketball hooks. <laughs> I ain't fucking cooking pies. Or fucking, you ain't in the kitchen. I ain't sticking a motherfucker up. You ain't in the bando. I play basketball and I'm from fucking Queensbridge. Yes, sir. So I'm going to rap about fucking basketball. Let me hear what you got, man. 
I don't think got. Let me see. I might have some. Let me see. Yeah, you got Fuck. some, bro. Nah, no, but no twisting bars, though. Huh? No twisting bars. What's that mean? Oh, twisting Shaq. Shaq sold two million records, man. That's true. That's hey, true. That's hey, true. Hey. I'll spit real quick and then my voice can spit. Uh, All right. Um. Fuck. Fuck. I'ma say. <laughs> All right. Um. Six thirty in the morning. My alarm was a gunshot. No milk for the cereal. Bag of sugar, like some hard rock socks, mismatched purple jeans. No purpose, washed twice. Them jeans turned to pink, now I'm hurting. Mista- mistakenly slept in the jeans I was wearing to school. Pissed in the bed, woke up smelling like fumes. Grab a quick handful of water. Best part of my day. Shit was so cold, ain't nothing like water from the East Coast. It tastes different. Homework half done, confused as I walk to the bus. Why the fuck is school so hard? And I need a different pair of jeans along with a job. Or I can make a hundred a day with cracked jars. Or I can make hundred, or I can make twenty if I pack jars and brown bags. Deliver to a hood pad. A fifty cent tip, I grab an unhealthy bag of chips. Walking off the school bus with four <laughs> chips on my shit shoulder. If a nigga talk shit is over. Parents arguing. I wish my grandma was over. So she can see the bullshit at home. I got a scissor on the block. I want to cut a nigga dome. Leave me alone. I'm kind of stressed on this Q train. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Meta? Bro, bro. Meta with the bars. Basketball bars. Basketball bars. <laughs> Mr. Piff Jones. Basketball What's up, man? What you got, hey, son? I said, getting women, spending money. Yeah, that's the way of life. Taking advantage of chances because you can't live it twice. So fuck romance and I'm grinding to get my chicken right. But still manage to get pussy every single night. It's just a GME fucking I change scenery. I can't get caught. She get paid to play with balls like this shit is a sport. <laughs> Realized all the shit I was taught. Pops told me never let a chick judge you off the shit that I bought. So I'm never trusting them, one them, but never lusting them. Rushing all these women for hours. I'm Chris tucking them, but never discussing anything that I get. Because once a chick know your pocket, then she getting you quick. I never let them get close to me because one slip up and now she got some shit up in the ovaries i uh, keep my head both of them where they supposed to be i'm supposed to be chasing my dreams focus b but uh everything is in due time due to all these thoughts in my head i do rhymes grew up having nothing so i managed to do crime gotta get a million in the streets for i do time can't look back no regrets for the shit in my past because i'm past up stressing for the shit i can't even have i just laugh at you niggas that's tricking to get your women me i'm just tricking these women then i'm finished hold on you can see that i'm i said you can say that i'm Foul, but you let me I fucked your best friend She knew it before she met me See, I don't really like to plan this shit I just blow trees, pull up and damn this shit Realizing I'm the man with this And I ain't trying to go to jail, nigga I ain't hand to hand this shit Give me your hand, nigga, hand your bitch and Watch me think, I said, watch me do things to us In a home with a damaged clip Hold on, alright Yo, you mad, yo Yo, Piff Joe, yo, you Piff mad Jones. cocky, man You mad cocky on the microphone Queens bitch, man, yeah. man I do. like that, though, man That's how we do No, no, get, 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 get Who else, yeah, let's who else, do it. Who else is man, up? I got yo, started, man. Got bars over here What's up, boys? What's up? Yo, what's up? Who do you? Six, eight, we got real quick, you know what I mean? Yeah You know what I'm saying? QBU in the building Boss Pleasure to meet you, bro Yeah Mr. Bars, bars and hooks and all that, you know. All right, check it. I said, yo, <clears throat> pardon me. I said, yo, I got recipes. I call my notes a cookbook. Show you the outcome of a meal. It's a good look. Call me Chef Boy. I bars how I chef them up. Throw dick the hoes like a hunter. Throw lead the ducks. Dudes talk mess but don't want to invest they bucks. Ah, hello, bring it back. I said, yo, I got recipes. I call my notes a cookbook. Show you the outcome of a meal. It's a good look. 
Call me chef, boy, I boss, how I chef him up. Throw dick the hoes like a hunter, throw lead the ducks. Catch me in a suit, all black sweats with chucks. Dudes talk mess, but they don't want to invest they bucks. Cause I'm the hottest out and the best doing this. Got the game locked and I don't just talk manure, bitch. You beat me like Eminem, you must be losing it. HBE, better know what the movement is. Mr. Boss, who bad is me when Cassidy named his album after me? Look, mm. I get it in like two life sentences. I could kill a game with just two nice sentences. Like Andrew Dice Clay, my bars known to smash brains, and they hard to get out of your mind like grasslands, nigga. Yeah. Bars, 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 and hooks. Bars, bars. 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 Who, who, who else we got? Who else we got? Who else we got? There you at, Smiles. Tell what your name is. Oh, I'm Lady Smile. You already Smiles. know from Queensbridge. Very cute. Brooklyn too. You already know. Got all the day. purple highlight. City all together though. Yeah. You already know. We taking over. We coming back. But y'all ready? Smiles. Check it. Check it. In love with that money, but that money don't love you. Couple racks in your pockets, still don't know what that money do. That mean green and leave you stretched out on the scene. Your mama should have told you too much is a bad thing. The days is getting colder and the nights are getting longer. The devil's on my shoulder and these times are getting harder, man. Woo! Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. I'm about yeah. to bring it back for you. It I'm about to run it back from the top because I really want to go in real quick because y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Go in, Miss Miles. Check it. In love with that money, but that money don't love you. Couple racks in your pockets, still don't know what that money do. That mean green to leave you stretched out on the scene. Your mama should have told you too much is a bad thing. The days is getting longer. The nights are getting colder. These times done got hard. I feel the devil on my shoulder, man. They think it's funny, but I know they broke too. The big house, nice cars, doing laundry in their pools. Real talk, you already know, Black Lives Matter. That's all I'm going to say for right now. I'm going to let you hear all of that because I got some yeah. shit coming. Got to give you a taste and leave you at that. Right. Yeah. You at? Who else is on the mic? Who else? Who else? Come on, come on, Cash come on. Come on, Queensbridge. Queensbridge. What's going on? This is Vito Shot. Yo, Vito, what's good in here, man? Yeah. Woofty. Oh, yeah, Vito Shines. You know, man. Vito Shines, rapping bumped in loopy life, man. This is what it is, man. Growing up, I was doing all right. I was a fly little nigga. I was wearing every mic. I was walking through every block, starting every fight. I was knocking niggas out with the left and, and the right. right. Uh, as you can see, I'm not nothing to be fucked with. I stay with a scalp and you're gonna get cut quick. I'm not playing, man. I'm, whoo, I'm ripping <laughs> niggas' face open. I stay with a cannon, so I'm cracking niggas' heads open. Oh, yeah. 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 Loopy. Loopy. Yo, 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 yeah. yo, yeah. yo, 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 Cash, what you doing? Yeah, we here, man. Step up to play. Yeah, what you doing? Hey, come on, man. You, come on, man. Yo, Let's go. Man, first yeah. off, it's Cash, though, nigga. Baraka the Bridge. Baraka the Bridge? You said Baraka the Bridge? Baraka the Bridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> since, since Obama was Shout in office, bro. Shut your shit out. Yo, yo, yeah. Who and this is my last, this is my last year, so, you know. Okay. He's closing now. I'm gonna close this. I'm gonna close this one with a bang. Yo, shout out to the Yo, with this mic though. You gotta hold it. I gotta hold it. Shit flag. Yeah, we got you, man. We got you. Hey, yo, they know cash clip it out like a bomb threat. Stand with the left. 
Right hand on the armrest, I watch niggas mimic the kid. They try to keep me from signing. Now I'm in a position to sign them. Mm. Perfect like timing. Move to Stegic, all red in the Audi like the coupe is bleeding. Mm. Try to keep these fiends from fiending. Mm -hmm. The game I could have Debo, but Vito told me to ease in mm -hmm. and go about it cool, real calm and collective. Knowing violence is the only way niggas respect shit. Nigga said, go for the kill. My money told us you kill. Shorty with me, favor Shawnee O'Neal. Good with numbers, I could broke a deal. Stack money and I won't forget the feeling of approaching a mill. Let's Might go. not ever. See, my nigga sever over cash. Y'all uh -huh. chase pussy. My model's cheddar over, over ass. Uh -huh. Better over a glass of cliquin. <laughs> was one of the first, but it was hard to see my vision like Coleco. Maybe uh -huh. just to look through the Pico. Damn. That's how they got bugs. Queen, shot, left the money and drugs. Where's yeah. the money? I ain't looking for love. Yeah. I don't need hugs. Nah. Doing the limit, riding over the G. Dub yeah. or something like bling bill sticky in the Dutch yeah. whips case they try me like Biggie, Biggie in the, the truck. truck. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, man, nigga. Yeah. 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 My slimes, my Instagram is the real Castro, the real <laughs> yeah. underscore Castro. My Instagram, out the yeah, world. Yeah. my the Instagram is Piff Jones, man. Yeah, Piff Jones, P-I-I-F Jones. You got a problem, you got a problem, Meta. Yeah, let me tell you something. You got a problem, man. coming. You ain't see everything. Nah, I, nah, I can't, I can't, for real. I can't wait. <laughs> Yo, stay, stay, stay in touch with us, man, for real, I will, man. man. For, for real, man. Let me ask you, man, like, 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 the world has changed since you got into the League, man. Like, all this shit going on right now, Black Lives Matter, man. Yeah. What's your thoughts on, 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 on every? I mean, you've seen it, man. You came up seeing it, man. Well, the, 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 this, the thing is this, man. I think, like, you know, first I want to give a shout-out to everybody who came in from Queensbridge. Yes. Cash, Vito. Everybody was ready to go. Fifth Jones, ladies. Yeah. I'm excited. I had to get that off. Yes, I had to get that off. Um, But, yeah, I think uh, they try to distract you sometimes. You know, they had the – they have – you know, a white dude go on TV saying some racist shit hmm. and then they uh, uh, expose it, put in all the media outlets or, you know, something happened to the black community, you know, uh, and then they want to expose it and then they want to cre create tension between white and black people and people to just have their own opinion. You know, don't be listening to that bullshit on TV because, you know, we all got friends from all different ethnicities, you know, and demographics. And I think, um, so I try to, you know, I'm definitely aware of like bullshit that be happening in our communities, you know, uh, uh, um, not not police officers, criminals behind badges. Yes, there's a difference mm. between an officer and then a criminal with a badge. You know, what I'm saying there's two differences. So I'm not gonna say police officers is fucked up because they just trying to provide for their family. Some of them, they only making thirty four thousand a year, forty thousand. That's not no money. That's not a lot of money. They trying to provide for their fucking family, but then you get the select few. Who's trying to hide behind a badge? Now they hide behind them same officers, putting it, putting themselves on the line. And now niggas is killing officers who just went home and just do do a job, right, right. and they never going back home with their family. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So I got to keep all that. I got to take all that consideration, and just tell people don't be distracted. You know, by all the bullshit happening out there. Is it pressure from the NBA to not speak out about shit like that? I don't care. Not for me. I speak out on everything. But is there? Is there? I I, I I I don't know. But it might not be from the NBA directly. But sometimes, you know, if you speak out in the brand, sometimes you see less people wanting to deal with you because mm -hmm. they don't know how to deal with you. It's not that they don't want to. They just don't know how. Right. Because they might be from, you know, the Hamptons and now they run into a big company. They know nothing about somebody from Bushwick. They're not going to deal with somebody who want to speak out. It's not because they don't want to. They just don't know how. Right. Or I'm speaking out now and they might think, oh, this, this kid might be wild. But no, I'm just... I'm just addressing issues. Exactly. You understand? And we have to. Exactly. Because we've been through so much over the years. Exactly. And if we don't, who is? 
Who's going to dress it for us? It's the time to do it, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 2016-17 <laughs> um, NBA Finals predictions. Shit, Knicks. Wait, wait a minute. I don't know. Wait a minute. Knicks. Knicks. He might be on the team. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Knicks. 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 Jeff Jones. Yes. I'm going Knicks versus Spurs. Oh. Interesting. Okay. 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 Yeah, because I think, I think Golden State has just got a good start lineup. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> What's your predictions, man? I mean, I would like to see the Lake. I'm a, I'm a Laker fan. I ain't gonna of course, lie. Right. Let's go with it. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? The Knicks or Lakers, man. That's it. Dynasty back, huh? The Knicks or Lakers. Like, that's all I care about. Dynasty back, huh? <laughs> Yo, last question, man. Last question. I ask everybody what their top five is. Mm. Yo, yo, yo. Top five mm. basketball rappers. Basketball rappers? <laughs> but combat is only four. You always ask people that? Four no, no, I mean, just no, four basketball rappers. It's more than four. There's I'm going to say, um, I'm gonna say Shaq. Mm-hmm. Can, I take, can I put athlete rappers? Basketball. Shaq got too many records. Shaq album. Shaq food. No, we said rappers. We didn't Shaq, say Shaq said yeah. No, no. Have you, have you ever listened to Shaq album? He said basketball. Matters, matters. Have you heard the Outstanding? Yes, yes. yes. Have you heard Shaq rap with Biggie? With Biggie. Yeah, with Biggie. Yo. Biological yes. didn't bother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shaq got bangers. Shaq. See, people think they, they think of Twism. Damien Lillard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know that was the last one. Damien Lillard. Lillard's nice. All right. So go ahead. Go ahead. The basketball rappers. Shaq. All right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go athlete rappers. Okay. Because I'm going to go with people who paved the way. Okay. All right, Deion Sanders sold a million records. Mm-hmm. Must, Must be, be the money. Ah, Come on now. Come on. That shit was a bang. I can't be mad at that. He, he was right. making it rain before niggas was <laughs> making it rain. That's two. That's two. He had, he had dollars falling. <laughs> yeah, that's two. Can we show, pay some homage? Yes. Right. All right. <laughs> Must be the money. Yes. Shaq, we got to pay homage. All right. Who's um, uh, nice? Uh, Dame Lil is nice. Yes, he is. I like games. He's, he's a real rapper. Um, who are, all right, so I like Shump. He might shump it. Oh, yes. he's all right, too. Yeah, that's, he's that's, four, that's, he's four. that's four. That's four. That's four. nice. And I'll probably put myself. Okay. Because that, that, <laughs> that, the you know, only reason I put myself is right. because nobody's did as many shows right. as I've done. Right. Nobody's been online as much as I've been online. Nobody had to take the criticism that I had to take as a basketball rapper. Of course. Nobody put themselves out there well, as a rapper. They hide. Kobe Bryant did oh, kind of shit. put himself. Oh shit! Iverson. 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 No, Iverson. Yeah, Iverson. Kobe. Iverson. You know, I, I did that. Kobe's nice too. I, I did that. Sony did with, with no, Iverson. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Album's nice. Yeah. Kobe, you said Kobe's nice. Kobe's nice. Kobe's nice. Kobe's nice. That record. Hold on, chill, 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 chill. That record he did. Somebody wrote that. Hold up. Kobe write his own shit. I've been in the room with Kobe. Yeah, Kobe right. But what about that record he did with Tyra Banks? With the with the suits. He was like, that was weird. He was doing the Jay Z hand before Jay Z was doing Jay Z. Hands. I think they made him do that. I think they, <laughs> yo, I said, oh, yo, man. listen, man. Now that you're here, man, you you always got an open door, man. Yeah, we yes. got to have us back. When yes, I'm not sir. here, if you yes, can, yes. we doing our thing. We working hard. Everybody okay. going do their thing out here in New York City. Queens was united. And, you know, when Queens United is not a group or it's not a label, it's just us. Everybody got, like, their own little labels and their own little groups going on. But they doing it together. So yes. I want people to understand that. Last time in the... All hip hop, they say we was a group. Yeah. Like yo, we're not yeah. a thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we 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 a group of people that came together. It's a movement. Right. It's, it's a, a movement. It's a movement. Nah, nah, nah. To get it going. I wish all of y'all the success, yeah. man, and and, and continue, continue. Like 
popping, man. King. Yo. What's up, man? QB. Did he make you happy, man? He said the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I mean, I knew he was going to. He ain't had no choice, man. It's wrong on test. St. <laughs> <laughs> John's, man. Yeah, you know? What you think, man? What you Yo, think about it's this dope, one? man. It's been a, a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Ron, Ron, QB. The legacy continues, man. Yes, for real. Yeah. It's a New York, New York internet. So you know what it is, man. Dream those dreams. And then man up, one up, and live those dreams. Because a life without dreams is black and white, and the universe flows. And Technicolor, surround sound. Black. Yeah. Let's go. Hey, yo, Internets, man. Once again, thank you to Abion Tequila for sponsoring this week's episode of El Combat Jack Show. Abion is made by real people with true passion for their craft. They pride themselves on the art of sipping beautifully inefficient tequila. Sip on Abion. Neat or on the rocks. It makes a delicious top shelf margarita too. Share Abion with those that appreciate what they eat and drink. I promise it will become theirs and your favorite ultra premium tequila. Please, internets, drink Abion responsibly. Numenati! This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Menner, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan, and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Network's production. Hey, guys. Alexa Layton speaking. Mika, are you going to oh, say shit. something? <laughs> God damn, I'm so bad at that. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's Mika. Well, we're here to tell you about the A3C Festival coming up super soon. Like, it's already too late, but pay attention because it's coming up. What's October 5th. October 5th to the 9th, ladies and gentlemen. A3C Festival and Conference, Atlanta, Georgia. You know, if you haven't already, please go www, go to www.a3cfestival.com and make sure you use promo code COMBATJACK to get 10% off festival passes so you could come see your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Yeah, internet. Yo, Ade, calling from Brooklyn. Um, want to leave a message on the Combat Jack Show hotline playing over here. I'll make it short and sweet. Uh, I've been following you guys since 2014. Great, great podcast. You raise the bar, you break it, and then you raise it again. Keep doing it. Um, one guest that I think it would be interesting for you to have, I don't know how you feel about it. You may toss it out, whatever. Michael Basin. Just throwing it out there. Um, he did some stuff on radio, um, and I, I just think that might, he might be an interesting guest on your show, so Michael Bay, I don't know how you feel about it, hey, whatever, but, yeah, I'm tossing that out there. Alright, y'all, y'all keep doing your thing, stay up, later.